0: This audio podcast is available on YouTube, iTunes and Google Play. Or you can download and listen to an MP3 audio file from my website or add the RSS feed to your podcast player. If you're listening to the podcast on iTunes, I would appreciate a rating and a review. And on YouTube, subscribe to the channel and click the notification bell icon. If you enjoy an episode, a like is always welcome, as are any comments or questions you may have which you can add in the comment section below each episode. Thank you. Cheers. Although, uh, if, if people don't like, they're going straight down into David Jones's locker, so they better click the like button. Welcome to the Sim Racing Perspectives podcast for Sunday the 25th of November 2018. I'm delighted today to be joined by another guest and today I have Jaroslav Honzik, Jardier. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me, David. And thank you very much for joining. I reached out to you during the week and, and I appreciate the fact that you joined on very short notice um, because I know that you're quite busy. Now I've been looking at your channel and I've been I've been following you for a while and I think I became aware of you initially through through George Ortner and and race room and so on. Now I looked <laughs> at your I looked at your um, about page on your YouTube channel and it's sort of a like you it's all almost like a pro same racer LinkedIn profile. And actually you'll <laughs> have you'll have to forgive me because I didn't actually know how kind of how qualified you are in same racing or how 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 much you have actually achieved so you you have a you have a sim you have your profile on your about page is sim youtuber which i love and then a sim racer sponsored by thrustmaster and a real bmw uh, i30i champion and you were you were fourth in the r factor 2 world's fastest gamer last year which i didn't know and you're also a Mercedes-AMG esports finalist. Now, I want to talk about that, but before, I wa- before we, we, we get into the details of that, like I always do when I get somebody on the show, can you introduce us to how you got started in motorsport, real and virtual, how you got started in gaming, and then how you ended up actually creating your channel and, and streaming on Twitch and so on? Okay.
1: Okay. This is gonna be a long story. <laughs> no, but I, I'm I, I'm here.
0: I'm delighted. I'll be interested to hear it, and I think everybody else will as well. So please go ahead. Yeah.
1: Well, actually, it's very hard to say because, like, every like uh, I, I don't I can't say where I started or how I started properly because I just remember like. Since I was able to sit in a go-kart, I wanted to go in a go-karts, you know, when I was a little kid, when I was like six or seven years old. Yes. And back in the day, uh, that was like about 1997, 1998, my father was doing the four Fiesta Cup in our country. He was racing and I was going with him to the all the races and I really love it but we didn't have like any financial background like proper background you know so i was like when i couldn't could finally reach for go-kart pedals i started racing i started like practicing in the rental cars and stuff like that we also had some friends who had the like a proper racing go cars like a 125 cc go cars and stuff like that and i was like you know testing them and driving them and i always did very very good But I never like we never had a proper finances to to make it for real racing, you know? Yeah. And then uh, when I was 14 years old uh, in our country, my Czech Republic, they changed the regulation. So kids from since 14 years old, they could drive a car on a racing uh, circuit like for Fiesta Cup uh, since 14 years old, you know, and my my dad did some calculations because he already owned the car because he was racing it himself he did some calculations and he found out it's much cheaper to do than doing the karting. you know, because I was doing some pretty nice testing and such. So it's, it's at age 14, I started I just jumped. I skipped everything I never did before any race before I just skipped right into the touring cars into the fourth Fiesta cup in my country uh, when I was 14. And I was doing like, yeah, I, was, I started doing pretty good, uh, on the second year of my championship, I was second overall. And then we went into endurance races, Uh, we got the Renault Clio Cup car, and I was like, we won a lot of races, we are doing like three and six hour races, I was switching with my dad, we had a couple of sponsors, it was pretty great. And then like the highlight of the racing was in 2006, uh, there was a BMW 103i Cup in our country. There was like a lot of proper racers, a lot of like people who are racing now in the GD3 cars. They were doing it back then, and I joined it as well, and it was my first season with a rear wheel drive car. And I actually won. I won like uh, two thirds of the races of the season. It was like, for example, it was like my like my first races with the rear wheel drive in the wet and things like that. That was pretty cool. And I felt like a like a little superstar, you know, because I was like 18 or 17 years old back then. And we had like, we had like a lot of plans for next year. You know, we had a lot of plans, like getting sponsors and buying a Porsche or something like that, but suddenly my dad got a little sick, Uh, like little sick, like seriously ill. And uh, I was sick myself for like three months and he probably caught it. And it was much worse with him because he was older and he kind of like had to stop and we kind of lost all the sponsors and everything. And it was like the last time I was racing in a proper like a racing car in 2006. Then I was trying to get some sponsors for karting at least, but didn't work out. And that's the highlight from the real racing. Yeah. And back in 2004, when I started doing Renault Clear Cup, uh, my friend in the school, in a high school, he introduced me into the Life for Speed game, if you know. Yes. If you remember. Live for Speed. It's still um, going.
0: It's still going, funnily enough. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah yeah <laughs>
1: I haven't touched the game for like 15 years but <laughs> that's exact exa- that's the game that actually got me into the proper ra- into the proper online racing you know obviously I was doing I was doing I don't know I was doing every single racing game you remember like a Grand Prix Legends uh, yeah. GP2 GP1 uh, GP500 all the kind of racing games test drive like on Atari and things like that you know yes. the, the the I was doing everything but like when like I never had a wheel I always do it on gamepad and such like Gran Turismo 1, Gran Turismo 2 and I really love it. It was like a great practice for real racing, you know? I remember my dad before when I was 14 and when I had to do my first racing weekend, my dad just sat me next to Gran Turismo and says just go practice overtaking and defending, you know? Really? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, before jumping in the real car. yeah yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah. because I had
1: like like when I did my real like first real race I had no clue what's going on you know I was so afraid because there were cars everywhere and you you were just a little kid there you know? yeah, indeed. So I was yeah pretty I was pretty <laughs> afraid. But in the sim racing, like my, my friend told me about this life or speed game, that there is a demo of it. You can play it for free or something, and uh, you can play against our people, you know. So so I just went online on my ICQ or something at the night, and we we just jump on on the keyboard, and I like I, I just sit in, in my first race and I won it on the online, you know. I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. Using a keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was normal thing back then. I would say. Yeah. I, 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 you know, it wasn't like everybody there, they haven't been any proper wheels, you know, no, no, it's no. like Momo racing. And uh, I, I, I know like after a month when I was racing life for speed on a keyboard, they introduced the driving force pro for Logitech. It was like a proper yes. new wheel, you know, with proper mm-hmm. feedback and looked nice and everything. Before that, it was like a little toy wheels, <laughs> like Momo racing and things. Yeah, and I started with, like, I I know I've been playing, like, three months or four months, the life for Speed on Czech community. uh, And, like, after four or five months, I bought my first wheel, or my dad bought me the first wheel, the Driving Force Pro, and I just fell in love with it, you know. I was just doing it all the time, and I love it. I think I was doing pretty good. Uh, I haven't done any international races back then, but I did uh, did, uh, the Czech communities, and I was doing pretty good and then i know that air factor 2 got released with the porsche cup or something porsche carrera cup and it looks so beautiful you know because in life for speed all the cars cars were without the license so it looked weird and air factor two air factor one was suddenly like a wow what the hell is this you know it's like it looked the graphics was amazing you know the the cars were like almost official modded you know and i just I didn't want to play the game at first because i didn't like it but then when they introduced the porsche cup i just fell in love and i had had to jump into the game you know and yeah i spent like i don't know three four years maybe in the air Factor. i was racing in the czech uh czech communities i was winning a lot of races uh and then i wanted like you know, I was winning. I was winning a lot of races, and I wanted to know like what is the competition? Because a lot of people were telling me that, "Wow, you're so good. You need to go like international or something." You know? Yes. There is this. There is that. There is that. And I, I know we were on some sim racing meeting because these communities like were small, so we went for meetings. And I remember one time I tried the the eye racing. You know, it was like. Like six months old, it was like two thousand seven, two thousand and eight. My friend just let me drive it on his computer, yeah, uh, and I was like blasted because the game was really, really good. and I just bought it myself and I started racing, and I really wanted to like I heard about those people like Hutu, you know, I was like, I really want to know how fast they are you know yeah, because, go, exactly uh, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, I really like to see competition because. Uh, until you don't find a proper competition, you don't know actually how good you are. You know, if you yes. are racing in a community or your country community, and you are the best, you can be last in a world championship. You know, you you never know. Yeah. So, so I wanted to like I wanted to like prove my skill. Wanted to really know the skill. I did some. I remember like in 2007 there was like an international uh, competition from BMW in some BMW M racing game or something like that and i tried that and i was like fifth overall and it was really nice and i was like wow i really need to try the international stuff because it's cool you know yeah and i started iRacing. i was doing a lot of i racing and it was really really good because you know i racing has the most sim racers the competition was really amazing and i was building up my i rating and sim racing rating and i qualified to i racing world championship Yes. I remember for the last three races of the season, it was last time with the IndyCar car. It was like, I don't know, 2010 or something like that. And in my third race, I was, I finished on the third place in the, in that race. And I was like, wow, this is cool. This is cool. So next year I wanted to do it properly. So next year I qualified again for the world championship. I was part of the Orion race team back then yeah. with some really fast people and they helped me with set up everything. And after I did four races in the like the next season was with, with uh, Williams for more one car and everything and i finished one race on the third place and i was like fourth overall in the championship after four races and then everything ended because uh, back then in my in, in my job i had back then they shifted my shifts and i stopped racing for like two years or something oh, really yeah i was like i was really like let down i was like damn it i should have just kept it you know i should just have do something about it yeah. because i didn't like the job anyway you know <laughs> so i should have just you know uh,
0: i don't know changed the job you. or something i know you what know? you mean yeah yeah
1: so i'm not like telling that i would like the win the championship or something you know but uh at least i think i would uh have make it in the top five or something and that would feel great you know and i kind of regret it because uh it felt really good you know because there were so many drivers it was so hard if you watch the iRacing World championship you know what, you're, what i'm talking about because exactly, it's so yeah. prestige it's so fast you know the people practice their professional teams it's crazy and uh, yeah then i took a break for like two years if i remember i always took a break so you know it's like uh I'm, ra- I'm addicted to sim racing for like uh two years i'm racing like i'm doing only sim racing or something and then i took a break for half a year or almost a year <laughs> yeah. because sometimes you just need to clear your head you know it's like when you are working you know just hate your job you have to quit find yourself and then find a better job <laughs> something like that or just, just
0: and maybe it, it's like many things maybe walk away and then come back from it it's like if somebody says if you're if you're working on a piece of art like a painting or something and you're not sure if it's working out well you're, the best thing to do is just to walk away and take a break yeah, and come exactly, back and, exactly. and you, you see everything then from a different from another from a new point of view shall i say
1: yeah exactly because mm. i know sim racing is something i love and i know i'm gonna be doing that until i will be 70
0: yes
1: <laughs> so, it's just you know you sometimes you just need to take a break for like love it again or something you know because you sometimes you can burn out and just find yourself again just realize what to do yeah and yeah i think like I just like after two years I come I came back again and I didn't know like what to do properly. And so I was racing just with communities was having just a little fun. I was more focused uh, on my career back then, you know, it was like, okay, sea racing is not my career. So I'm gonna do proper job. You know, I was going out with the friends I was worried I was working hard and such. And I remember like, uh, when I met my girlfriend, like when we started dating with my girlfriend, I just wanted like to I just, you know, we motivate each other a lot, you know, with my girlfriend. I was like, okay, when I want to do something, I want to do it properly since then, you know. I said, like, three years ago, I think, I said myself, I, if I'm going to do sim racing, I'm not going to do any, I don't want to sound bad or something, I don't want to do any, like, a like a like low leagues or something. I want to do a league. It doesn't matter where it is, but I want to race against the best, you know, or at least someone who can kick my ass because... Uh, because it motivates you so much, you know, or at least like for me, like if I'm winning every single race, I'm not happy. You know, yeah. that's the reason, for example, when I'm racing with George or, uh, Thomas Jensen or other people, like I'm so happy when there are people who can beat me and they do it in a nice right way. I'm the happiest guy ever at that point. You know, some people would say, or because when you beat them finally, you are so happy, you know, and you know, they are not bad, you know, you know, they are the fastest guys, you know, yes, yes, exactly, yeah. <laughs> And I remember, like, I don't know, it's like two or three years ago, there was the, there was, what was it, uh, Las Vegas E-race. Yes. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try, I'm going to try. And I was actually in a, in a first race for the first qualification, I was in the top 10, I was like on like seven or eight position like uh really close to Gregor and Bonahuis and all the amazing drivers you know yes but and in the first race we did uh i actually was on like fifth position i think because a lot of people crashed a lot of people had issues and i just uh you know game back for me and i hit the tire and it smashed me into the wall and my race was over and then i seen like then i just lost my hope you know i was like oh damn it you know yeah <laughs> i lost kind of my hope and i was like okay i can do these competitions you know because these competitions are pretty nice and it's interesting and maybe maybe you know it will be something interesting yeah and next year the world fastest game was announced oh, and yes. i was mm-hmm. like and i was like hmm, like i don't know what like I'm like, uh, looking at some motivational people, like I'm l- watching entrepreneurs who know, who know what to do, you know, like who are billionaires and people like that. And I'm just trying to find the right motivation, you know? And then, uh, the, then I realized like the very thing, very good thing for myself. I can do like I'm doing sim racing for a long year for a long time and I'm like, okay, I can at least make myself. A brand, or at least well known, you know, because I'm like everybody know Gregor Hutu, everybody know, uh, you know, uh, okay, and I remember <laughs> Oli Pakala, you know, yes, people like that. Yes,
0: exactly. You, yeah. you
1: know mm-hmm. them, and they have a brand from their name, and I'm yeah. like, uh, I like that because I don't like to be hidden behind some. Uh, some brand or something. I want to be the brand as well, you know. Yes. And you can watch it like right now. Now this year you can see it around the world. You know the streamers, the Fortnite players, everybody. They are brand themselves, you know. And it's like a new way of living. You know, making entrepreneur from yourself and yeah. just continue like that. And I said, okay, if I'm gonna do this properly, I'm gonna do it that way so I can be seen, you know. And I've seen the World Festers Gamer Competition and I practice for it and. I was uh, racing, I was qualifying for it. And in the end, I just, everything worked out, you know. I remember I qualified for like 17th place for the last race of the finals on the Air Factor 2. And then I finished on the fourth place. I was so happy, you know. I didn't make the cut to be a McLaren's driver like Ruby Van Buren. But I was so happy, you know, with my, uh, with my skill and what I did, you know, yeah. because everything was so perfect. And like, I think that was my crucial moment when everything changed for me in the racing, because I just told myself that this is the way I like it. This is the way I enjoy it. You know, yeah. these people motivate me, these people push me. And you also find uh, the people who support you a lot. And it's really, really great. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's why I started like thinking about it, how to do everything and... I think back then I started, like, I had my YouTube channel, like, that's the time where everything, like, started properly, in my head, at least, I think, because I remember I was doing a lot of, like, YouTube before, I think my account is, like, from 2006 or something like that. I know, I, I noticed uploaded that, some... yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I, just, I just, I never, I never think about the way, like, using the account for something more. You know, yeah. because I always, like, uh, I created an account, and when I did some hotlap on a racing, I just uploaded, but I didn't, like, have anything behind it, you know? I just did a video, and it just released it. I kind of started, like, enjoying just, doing just the videos. Basically,
0: just screen capture, yes, which is what many, is what many people do, actually, before they start, like, uh, putting commentary yeah. and, and streaming and become, like a, like, a personality, like a brand, like you said, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. And I was, like... Uh, yeah, I didn't use the channel like I mean I didn't use the channel properly. You know, there was no emotion. There was nothing like uh, you know. I just uploaded, as you say, screen capture and yeah. share it with my friends. You know, just to see them how my hot lab was really good, good or my race was really good. You know, I tried to do some uh, some cuts and something because I really enjoyed doing videos. So I just did some stuff to it. I just released it. You know, and no no extra things. And I I know like. Uh, what really changed my mind. I was like, of course, I was watching a lot of YouTubers, but I never watched any sim racing YouTuber. I never in my life. I never before that I never watched anyone, you know, and I don't know why I just, uh, I just don't understand why I can't like, I have issues watching other people racing. I don't know why. Really? I just, uh, Yeah, I just I just absolutely have no clue why it's happening to me. But for example, if you if you send me a video of anybody, I can't watch for more than like 10-15 minutes because I don't know why. I just like don't enjoy it somehow. I'd rather watch, uh, I don't know. I'd rather watch uh, PewDiePie video or something like that. You know, for example, Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know why. (laughs) I just, I just, uh, I love doing sim racing, but I can't rewatch it after, you know, because you have the emotion in your head and I can't rewatch it again for myself at least.
0: So, you you would watch, like, you would watch maybe PewDiePie doing a vlog or JacksepticEye or somebody. You would watch somebody yeah. doing a game, but you wouldn't like to watch somebody doing a sim racing game. Is that what you're saying? Yeah,
1: yeah, oh, that's exactly. Interesting. I didn't know yeah. anybody. I didn't know anybody. I didn't like, uh, like... Like my channel started like last year, you know. I date my 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 channel start last year in October. That's when I dated because that's that that's where everything like that I, I set I set myself and I start and I said, okay, I'm gonna start doing this. And if I'm gonna try to do it, I'm gonna just try to do it like properly, you know? Yes. Because my dream my dream was to have at least thousand people watching me, or let's have like a thousand people community. So I will have some feedback and something, somebody to talk about the racing, you know. And uh, yeah, so that started like in October and what kicked it was like, yeah, I was watching all the gamers, you know, like Vanos Gaming, the PewDiePie, Jacksepticeye, people like that. And I really liked it. I really liked how they talked to the camera. And I was always told that I'm like a person who likes to talk to the camera. Like if there was anything in my real life to do it, like in a job or in the back in the real racing, yeah. I really always jump into the front of the camera because I just, everybody was shy and I really like didn't know why and I just really liked it, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, which is good.
1: <laughs> it's not, it, it's not like I'm extrovert or something. I just don't feel bad about it. You know, people are shy, but I am like, yeah, let's do it. You know, what worse can happen, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I have no yeah. problem doing that. And I remember, I remember what like, made me start. it was like i don't know if you know dr disrespect i do indeed i yeah. Like, yeah. i do yeah i was i just seen like one of his clips and i was like wow who is this guy you know i've seen his gillette dance opening video i was like Haha, this is so cool you know this guy's cool and i just started watching him last year in like i don't know in the summer and i've seen like a lot of videos i was like wow this guy is so cool at the camera you know this is so amazing i was like when he can do it, I can try as well, you know? Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna buy a camera. I'm gonna just, you know, I love sim racing. I, I think like, I don't think I can do any gaming, any gaming gameplays right now, you know, because there's so many people, but I like sim racing. I know a lot of stuff about sim racing and racing. I, I may try to do it that way, you know? And yeah, I think like it was like summer or October. That's my date, the start. I just started like my first video with uh, commentary uh, during the race. And I had some nice feedback from some people because I didn't know, like, I shared the video among the friends and they were like, wow, that's pretty cool, that's not bad. Yeah. I shared it on Reddit and people, instead of hating, they were like, wow, that's kind of good, you know? Nice perspective. Do more. Yes. <laughs> and I just started like, you know, I just placed the camera and I just did the race and people suddenly like it, you know? And I was like so amazed. Like a lot of people ask me like how did you start you know because it's so hard to get uh, at least 100 followers or 200 it's followers subscribers so hard. hard it's extremely it's hard it's so hard yeah. mm-hmm. and I remember yeah I was doing I was like at the start before i started commentating i was doing like i did my hot love video or something and i thought it will have hundred thousand views you know i had like i had like 100 I subscribers i, I had know. like say, yeah and i was like what to do you know and some people told me share it share it you know so i went to reddit share it on reddit went to facebook share it through facebook on twitter and every sim racing community possible and it was actually the worst thing i ever done you know because i like People were hating a lot, you know, because when you when you uh, when you are trying to force it to the people's noses, they really can hate you a lot, you know. Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> it, that's an interesting point because indeed, um, I haven't posted personally. I, I don't post so often. I'm trying to keep this podcast going as often as I can, and I, like I did two videos yesterday for the first time in a long time. And and with the YouTube <laughs> algorithm, it's basically. YouTube wants you to be creating as much content as possible so you get people yeah. watching for longer as possible. But for me, it's kind of, well, I have to find something that's really interesting. Otherwise, I just won't bother. And, you know, yeah. I, I, and indeed, like, I I come out with a podcast and then, like, if I do the podcast, it's on... It's on um, YouTube and it's on it's on Google and iTunes and then I will I put it on Race Department or, or will I will I put it on Reddit and I like oh I don't know because people might go oh okay, here's this guy again you know and it's <laughs> yeah and like for example if if I do uh if I do uh, uh an interview with somebody let's say somebody does mainly a set of Corsa or maybe I racing or maybe um race room can I then go into the 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 racedepartment.com the, the forum then go into the race room uh, uh, sub forum and can I post in there and people go well don't post in here this belongs in videos and 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 I mentioned this cuz I know exactly what you mean is you kind of you kind of reluctant then after a while you feel oh god here's this guy again you know and, and then yeah. I I joined so many discord communities and was posting in there and sometimes you get a like and it's it's really interesting but I I know I know exactly what you mean
1: yeah, you sound needy, that's the problem. Yes. I think I think that's yes. the, what people, I was exactly as you said, like I I think the posting on Reddit is the probably the worst thing you can do if you're posting yourself, you know? If you find some nice video and you want to post it on some Reddit, it's okay, if I think. But yeah. if you do it for yourself, it sounds so wrong. And I actually had the same, like I, I just, you know, I, I sent one video and it was like 100 likes and nice views and people like it, but I did another, another, another. And there was a lot of dislikes or something. And people were like, here we go again, this guy again, he's posting everywhere, you know, he's horrible. And I, I felt a little like let down. I, I feel like I-, I remember it was like one comment once and somebody called me like I'm pathetic, you know, was, like, like attention seeker or something like that and it was in a video which which i was like really proud of and i really felt like really bad because you know internet can be really can hurt sometimes oh and i was like really let down i was really let down i was like okay he is he's on point i was like it's ugly comment but he's on point and i was like i said okay you know what this i'm not gonna post anywhere you know i'm gonna just do the videos because i like it and i'm not gonna post anywhere anywhere and i'm gonna do I'm going to do it as my personal branding. So I'm going to do my Facebook, my Twitter, and I have seen I heard about this new thing Discord. So I'm going to do it on my Discord, you know. And that's what I did. That's exactly what I did. And I was like after even like a week, I don't know how, it suddenly my channel blew up. It was like November, December, which I think is perfect for sim racing because people are at home, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and suddenly I was I was blown away. I was like, let uh, let's yeah, in November, December last year, my channel, my channel started like crazy. I was like, unbelievably surprised. I know in December, I had like 100,000 views on my videos. And I gained like almost 2000 subscribers. And I absolutely didn't know how, because I thought I'm doing horrible videos. And everybody was so nice at me. I was like, unbelievable. I was like, I'm not change. I'm not saying my my life changed because it didn't, but my like my point, my my view at the at the those those videos absolutely changed. I was like, because the community was so amazing and people were so amazing and still are even more amazing. It just I was so surprised. I was like, okay, this is maybe maybe I don't know if it was luck or something, but maybe it was because I haven't like place the videos in front of anybody, you know, and they just found the video and they really like it and share it among the, their friends. This might be the way how to do it.
0: Yeah, but I think I, I sounded like you kind of needed it. It's a form of the fact that you, know, you you get subscribers and you get more views. It's also a form of validation for yourself because, like you said, yeah, and I agree, making content is hard. Video is hard. Audio is hard. It takes a lot of time. And especially when you're not, if you're not earning any income from it, you know, you're just like, well, how long do I have to do this before I start getting some kind of return on my, I won't say return on on investment, let's say return on my investment of time, shall I say, you know
1: yeah that's why people like people say the youtube and videos and everything is crazy easy they say it's easy you know everybody can point the camera at you you know but the problem is get the audience and right audience and do it properly you know like yeah. You can like one day you can watch, I don't know, PewDiePie and you say, wow, he's not that good, you know, and he has 50 million subscribers or something, I can do it myself. And you will do 100 videos, and you will have 50 views in total, you know, yeah exactly. and you will be like, hmm, hmm, how to do it, you know, and you're starting like sharing the videos everywhere and people started being angry. I think it's like the like the, I think it's very dangerous for kids right now because a lot of people, a lot of kids like want to be streamers want to be youtubers and want to be like that you know yeah and there can be a lot of hate about it you know so they 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 think like when they see i don't know i don't want to like they see ninja and then he has he has 10 million subscribers and they are like yeah i can do it as well i will be like ninja but after a year they have like 100 subscribers you know and they they can be really depressed you know because people can leave very nasty comments and things like that and that's why it's very hard you know especially like uh psychically yeah
0: yeah but he was uh, in a ninja is an interesting case because he was a pro gamer a long time before Fortnite oh, of course and, of and course, he plays yeah. he plays like 10 or 12 hours a day and i remember recently there was one of the one of the events where there was um my son my son plays fortnite basically every day and and uh, he, <laughs> he he plays like we give him two hours and i mentioned this before in a previous show but He'd give him two mm-hmm. hours and he would play more if he could. And there was an event where there was the e- there was the beginning of beginning or end of a season and the, <laughs> the cloud the, the sky was supposed to open up and something was supposed to appear. And these guys mm-hmm. were saying, Okay, it's gonna happen in fifteen minutes and people they were they were they were streaming and people were subscribing. There was you could see the counter go up, up, up and they're okay, it's not happening. It's gonna happen in fifteen minutes and the whole thing was fake because it wasn't happening and there was uh. there was one guy and he, he was he was streaming, and then he was cancelling his stream. So he was, he said, "Okay, go over to this other guy who was, a, I think it was an Australian guy," and he said, "Oh, mm-hmm. thanks very much." And and people, you could see the subscribe subscription count go up, 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 up. And then I yeah. said to my son, "Okay, hello, let's check Ninja's channel. Ninja was there playing, so I knew the the event wasn't happening because if it was going to happen live, this if this was a major thing, he would he would have." He would have shown it, and I thought I just found the whole thing a little bit disingenuous because they they were they were they using these kids to get subscriptions and by yeah. by le- letting them think something amazing was going to happen when it wasn't, you know. So I I thought that yeah. was kind of, that was kind of unfair, you know
1: yeah that's a clip clickbait you know that's a clickbait. it's something i try to avoid like that's maybe my like that's maybe why my channel is like really like like small and this like thing i like about my channel is like i don't have any viral video you know if you watch like past my i don't know 200 videos i don't have any video which is like million views or something like that i have, like a normal like every, like I'm, I'm gaining my community like li- like slowly but it's very like it has really nice uh how you put it, like, the, the base is really strong, you know? Yes. Because, yeah. like, uh, if you if you gain overnight million subscribers, you will lose it in a few weeks because you will not do proper content, you know? And it's what I like. I'm going slowly forward, but I like the pace. <laughs>
0: yeah. And end of the day, it's all about um, creating what you know and what you're passionate about because, I mean, you mentioned earlier, like, like looking at PewDiePie and Jacksepticeye and Docker Disrespect and kind of like well the gaming thing is kind of already done so i won't do gaming i'll i'll do maybe sim racing for example which is which yeah. is a bit more niche and there, there there won't be such growth but then again to do that kind of thing you have to be into gaming you have to be into you know you have yeah. to be into first person shooters or you have to be into uh, action games like fortnite or you have to be into Diablo or CSGO or something so that's that also and I, I think that I think if it if the passion and the interest doesn't show you know you won't get the views mm-hmm. because if invariably if people start watching your content regularly they'll, they'll pick up they'll pick it up pick up they'll pick up on this so oh, this guy is here just doing it for views he doesn't he doesn't yeah. really care and he's not really passionate and maybe he doesn't exactly. even know what he's talking about you know
1: exactly exactly and that's the that's the thing i do. that's like why i do stream racing why I do it like this way it's like it's very easy to say because on the, you know, if you want to record yourself if you want to like stream if you, you want to do videos you have to do something you like you have to do yeah. something you enjoy yeah. and if you hate recording yourself if you don't like the camera and you will never like it you can't do it you know in that way so exactly. it's like well i love sim racing i love every single race that's why i do it and I also like the recordings and stuff like that around it and i like to talk to people live and things like that i think like when i started like uh, a lot of people were, i was doing only videos and a lot of people were like you should try to stream because it will be cool and i started streaming and i love it like since like the first minute i love it you know because the audience the live audience is so amazing and it just feels so nice and uh, I was like, okay, this is the way because I love it. <laughs> because I, I, I'm just so enjoying, you know. And if, if I do something I don't enjoy, you can see it right away, you know. Because, uh, for example, like uh, in the past month, uh, past few months, though I, st- I, I was like okay i want to try the formula one 2018 game you know i was doing uh, i was doing uh race room i was doing project cars was doing iRacing, racing i was doing air factor i was like okay i'm gonna try the formula one 2018 there is a lot of people watching the game i might try to do some videos of it or something and i just started the game and i like it's not a bad game but uh from my point of view i just didn't like it you know i didn't like how it uh, behaves and such and you can just see it right away in the next video you can see just yeah i can see in i watch myself and i can see i don't like it you know yeah exactly. <laughs> so the other people can tell as well exactly and exactly. and i was like okay after like three or four races i was like okay i need to stop doing this because i'm not looking forward for the race i don't yeah. like it yeah, exactly. and people can see it and why would i do something i don't like you know so i was like okay cancel this start doing again something i like you know yeah. and you can see like people appreciate it as well you know because like My audience is like major audience. I think like 90% of my channel is like above 20 years old, you know. So it's like people who like cars and sim racing. And obviously when they come from their work, they don't want to see. If I watch my video, they want to see a guy who is, you know, depressed
0: about the game he didn't like, you know. No, no, that's true. That's (laughs) true. Now, I want to come back to you. You mentioned in your teens, um. Your um, you're driving. You started at 14. Now the racing yeah. that you did was, was all this. Now I I understand. You you you're currently you're based in Prague. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah still. And you and you did your racing with your dad. Was that was that in and around the, the Czech Republic or did you go further? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We have a two racing circles here. We have a Brno, which is kind of famous track, and then we have a Autodrom Most, which is kind of okay track as well and yeah that's about it i was once in hungary in the pannonia ring when i was testing like a prototype car but otherwise i haven't been like proper like racing abroad i never been because you know it's like when you don't have the money you can't do it you know yeah. i probably like i probably did something wrong when i was very kid because i did a lot of sports i, I was doing fencing i was doing uh uh, oh my god! I can't remember right now. I was doing theater and I was doing like a lot of lot of stuff because my 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 parents were really really active for f- things like that. Yes. But like I fell in love in racing. You know, I absolutely fell in love in racing. It's just my life. I just love it. I'm not like I'm not like crazy addicted. I don't have any like pictures in my room or in magazines or something. I think I'm like you know I like racing and I know I like it and that's it. You know, uh, it's my it's my passion and I just probably picked the wrong hobby you know because uh, it's so expensive yes <laughs> you know that's true. i should have probably picked like uh, i don't know playing chess or something because you just need a board and figures and you're fine but when you love racing it's like almost impossible until yeah, you if it you is. don't have a sponsor or something it is,
0: yeah it's very very expensive and you mentioned the clio cup because actually the clio cup cars are in r factor 2 from the original yeah. um the isi Version of R Factor Two before Studio 397 took over, and you mentioned you did endurance racing. So what kind? You said endurance. So what kind of periods are we talking about? Two, three hours, or how 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 long? Yeah, did it you was go?
1: Uh, it was three and six hour races. Really. And also, it was like on the Saturday it was three or six hour race, and then on a Sunday there was a sprint race for like twenty minutes. You know. Yeah. And when I was doing BMW Cup, it was uh, two 20-minute races or something like that, or two 30-minute races. But it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I can recommend everyone to do it. <laughs> like, At some time, yeah. it's really awesome. And that's uh, yeah. something
0: to add to the bucket list. And uh, and yeah. uh, you, you, you mentioned fourth in the uh, the World's Fastest Gamer. So... so that's an amazing achievement because that's really yeah. There was really like hard. almost ten thousand
1: yeah. people achieving uh, yeah. trying to get wow. it. So I was really really happy. I was like yeah. all the people all the people who were there were really like yeah the fastest guys you can find in sim racing. There wasn't anybody who wasn't fast, so it was pretty good. And then the next year after that or the same year or the same very year of the world gamer I think. There was a Mercedes esport competition in, in Raceroom. Yes. And it was before it was before I started playing Raceroom. I didn't like the Raceroom when it released because it was weird. And then they did <laughs> a lot yeah. of updates. Yeah, yeah they the, the, yeah. The, the, the you know, the first it was like DTM experience 2014 or stuff like that. Yes. When mm-hmm. it started f- first. And I didn't like it. You know, it was it was weird feedback or something. So I, I, I kept in the I don't know what was playing there. Maybe a certain or something like that. And I remember one of my friends, he was like always constantly, like every month, he was like, you should try racing with us, you should try racing with us, and was doing that constantly. And I was like, one day I was like, oh man, okay, I'm gonna download the game. And I have seen the Mercedes eSport competition. You could try DTM car for free at the lawsuit rings for the round number two yes. of the championship. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna try that. And I just jumped from the pit, stop, pit, pit lane. I was like, wow,
0: wow,
1: <laughs> this is cool. And I suddenly qualifying for the race. I didn't know what's going on, how to control the game, how to use DRS or anything. And I finished like sixth or seventh in my first race in the eSports competition there and I was like blown away because it felt so like the game felt amazing the multiplayer felt amazing the the opponents were amazing I was like wow and I I I'm in love with this game man <laughs> I love it and yeah and I kept going in that season I qualified for the finals at the at the Hockenheim and I took my girlfriend. We had an absolutely amazing trip because, first of all, guys from RaceRoom are amazing people. Like they are. Like every everybody I know from RaceRoom are so amazing, so friendly. And I just on every event I was able to meet them. They were so crazy, amazing. And I just was like, okay, I love the game and I love the people. So this is my game right now, you know? Exactly. <laughs> because like. Race room deserve attention. Race room deserve millions of players because the people behind it are so nice and so good and the game itself is very very good. And yeah, the competition was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. It was like it just changed my point of view from, on on yeah. that really.
0: Yeah, I I had um uh, Robert Wiesemuller, who does the events. Robert was on the show in yeah. uh, in the summertime and then later on I had um George of course and George uh, Artner, and then Alex Hodgkinson, who does the physics. When I first tried Race Room, I downloaded it from Steam, and this must have been 2012 or 2013. And I had a controller, and I think I tried to have their own this fantasy track, this Race Room track, and I think I tried this prototype <laughs> car. And actually, at the time, I didn't even know what it was. It just there was this screen. Kind of monocoque car and i tried it with the controller and i spun out and i didn't get anywhere and then later on <laughs> later on after i got a wheel there was dirt rally i came back to it and i'm at the point right now where, where i i own all the content and i can say i can actually say well well this car was released then and this car was released then okay <laughs> like, yeah and it's funny like it's funny how how far it's kind of become and indeed um race room there was the closure of the studio and then they kind of they they re reemerged. Simbin closed whatever it was at the mm-hmm. time. I don't remember exactly. And then of course um, sector three kind of emerged. And now and then there was a point where there was a major update. The the force feedback got fixed, and it's been kind of growing and growing mm-hmm. since then. And then Alex has joined, and it's just it's going it's going from uh, from strength to strength. And uh, they have their issues now. I mean with the 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 software itself, and and actually that that's why. Um, there's there always been so many questions like how do I how do I uh, how do I buy the 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 get cars oh you need VRP what what does that oh, mean yeah. <laughs> and then that's why uh, I tell people I did a I did a getting started guide for for a race room and I tried to explain like some of the basics on You know how how to start the game, how to use the graphics options, how to set your wheel, how to buy VRP. Because I looked online and I thought, (laughs) well, nobody's explaining this. Hang on, hang on. I'm going to sort this now, (laughs) sort this now once and for all. And I've had some very good uh, feedback about that, so which has been very good. Now, um, I, I looked at your your kind of videos of the past six months and. There was Project Cars 2 AOR, and then I realised uh, AOR is uh, Apex Online Racing, so which which uh-huh. I have heard of before. Now, can you explain to me, like for example, you're playing Project Cars 2 um, mm-hmm. and Race Room and R Factor 2. So the 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 Apex Online Racing, I'm familiar with the name, but can you explain to me the concept of what it is exactly?
1: Uh, well, basically, uh, I'm gonna just get in. To that in a second yes. i just like i started pretty cars because I, my friend told me there is a esl competition where you can earn some money and there's a lot of fast aliens in there and i did i go to the pretty cars i started racing there i won some of the races on the esl and then the esl after like three months they stopped you know with the project cars competition and i was really let down because i was like oh my god what, what should i do now and my my friend back there like uh, introduced me to the apex online racing and it's like a huge, huge community of the sim racers. They do race in Formula One 2018. They do race in the Project Cars. They do play other games, like a lot of games. So it's like a, it's like a crazy big community. I think I heard of it like the first time when the Formula Esport last year was introduced. They yes. were like helping with the qualification or something like that. Okay. There was a lot of Apex Online Racing guys involved, and. Yeah, my friends, like, like my teammates from uh, Actrovision team, they told me that there is a championship in the GT3 cars upcoming, and there is a lot of competition, there is a lot of lot of drivers involved and such. And as I said, I really like competition, so I uh, just went there in Apex Online Racing GT3 season 9, it was, and I just like love it since... Ever since because like the competition is great community is great and the races are awesome and you can always find a lot of lot of competition especially uh this season in season 11 in g3 it's so so crazy
0: yeah i had um Matt and samantha malone on the previous show and something i i said it to matt 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 kind of was kind of saying well I'm a little, 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 bit of a curmudgeon. I'm kind of stuck in the, the kind of the, the i racing track and in a way. And, and I, well, he's not. He's tried. He's tried a set of corsa, and he wants to try a set of corsa competizione, of course, and all these other mm-hmm. titles, time permitting. And I recommended he go look at this, that, and the other. But but I said to Matt, I I know exactly why you like i racing because it's the it's the competitive element. It's the you're racing yeah. always in in a real in a representation of a real series against real people, and I, I I get the same impression from you that it's the it's the competition that you that you crave, it's the competition that you look for, and it's also racing yeah. online against real, pe- real people, isn't it so?
1: Yeah, I feel like uh, I can't date exactly from when, but since I was introduced to, like a proper internet con- connection, and I found I found like you can play with other people. And you can do multiplayer. I was doing a lot of RPG games and uh, MMO, RPG games, like Lineage 2 and stuff. And I just, like, fell in love into the multiplayer games because I just, I have an issue. Like, I can't even play some single-player games anymore because I just need, like, at least one guy online with me, you know, or something to play. Yeah. Because, like... Of course I, I, you have friends in real life of course you go out in real life but also in, when you're home it's raining outside you want to chill chill and play some games you know and you want to communicate with your friends and uh, just do it and i just love the multiplayer and especially in racing it's like When you are doing like a normal racing, like real life racing and the sim racing, it's so so the same because the guys against you are thinking the same, you know, and it's so amazing when you are, for example, overtaking someone and you do a maneuver or something and he reacts to it and you manage to overtake. It's such a great feeling, you know, you can never experience that with the AI nevertheless how fast you are or something but with the real opponents it's so amazing because like when you're driving behind someone half a meter in sim racing for 20 laps and he finally makes a mistake or you finally make a move it feels so good you know yeah and that's exactly as you said just seek the competition because uh i like winning of course i love winning but for me beating the people who are better or really really experienced is the best like uh, best cookie after they
0: exactly and 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 always learning something and you seem to be playing uh, quite a lot of titles project cars 2 and, and race room is there a title now of course you try to be as broad as possible as many of us do but is there a title you prefer or is there a is there a particular type of racing or or race car type that you prefer or, or is uh... what, what is there something that you would lean towards kind of naturally
1: like, uh, of course, I love the GT3 cars or yeah. touring cars. That's the probably the best I like. I like the Formula cars as well, but I never had, like, a super great Formula races. Like, when I was doing iRacing in Formula cars, of course, it was great, but it's still, like, you know, it's weird. It's sometimes, like, you have such a small reaction into everything, you know. It's hard to overtake. It's different to overtake. People do different stuff. But yeah. when you are racing in touring cars, with slower cars, everything is different. You know, you have, you have like... You have to think more about the strategies and overtaking things like that yeah. and as you were talking about the game right now i prefer the most like for me the most joy i get from the race room right now because i like the physics i like the cars i like the people i'm racing against and i like the multiplayer itself then i have the Project cars for example because i love the graphics it looks amazing and there's a lot of really nice community and Yeah, then of course I'm often racing uh, the iRacing and Air Factor 2 I was doing this weekend I was doing twenty four hour Nochschleifer racing Air Factor Two and it was really really nice except they don't have a laser scan Nordschleife, so they are using like a ten year old version which was absolutely I horrible. Yeah. I felt like back ten years, you know. Yeah <laughs> because I was so spoiled racing and all the laser scan norschlifers and suddenly I went to this ugly version. <laughs> I was like I was like wow, what is this? <laughs> and of course as every other sim racer I'm really looking forward for so of course, a Costa Competizione, what will came up from it, you know? Yeah it's still in the development, but I'm looking for what will happen. Yeah,
0: it's something I, I have to have a look at, and indeed, um, I did some quick videos about um, th- I wanted to create an editorial piece about the Formula E, the, the, the electric F1 of sorts, uh-huh. and, and uh, uh, I did a race, a quick race in Formula E at Sebring, which is completely unrealistic, but but um, <laughs> I, I had some f- frame rate drops, and people were commenting in the video that that it's the actual. It's their it's their version of Sebring that's not optimized, and the fact that R Factor mm-hmm. Two has gone to DirectX 11, it's it's kind of it's kind of got a bit worse. So I thought, okay, oh, well, yeah. I don't I don't know about that, but that was I thought uh, uh, that was kind of interesting. And it's interesting that you said that your friend was telling you. Um, Try the race room, and you're like, oh, I don't know. But now race room is funny, is, is kind of your thing. That's really interesting.
1: Yeah, it was quite annoying. I wanted to block him for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it happened, like, every now and then. He was like, try the race room. You have to try race room. Come racing with race room with us, and you have to do race room. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to block you because I hate this. <laughs> you know? And then I fell in love. Yeah, he was right. I never told him, probably, but he was right. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I think that since they, at that point when they updated, up, up, updated the for, the force feedback, I don't remember when, but it was two years ago or so, and then the audio, yeah. of course, was always there. Now you were recently, I, and I watched your vlog. You went with your girlfriend and the dog. Um, you <laughs> you you have a, a white Swiss uh, Shepherd, I believe. Um, you yeah, went yeah. you went to the Nurburgring, and tell us about that. Then what what was that the um was that the um. Mercedes AMG event, or which event did you actually compete in that that weekend?
1: No, no, no. It was a. Uh, it was invite. I got invited uh, by Tim from a Sim Racing Cafe. They wanted. Uh, they do like. A, it's very famous. Like a big sim racing event uh, among the among mostly among the German people, of course. At the near Brooklyn, they do four-hour race there in race room, and it's 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 gotten quite big. And they have like a real sponsors, real racing teams involved and law and such and such and such. And yeah, I was lucky enough, I got partnered with the linder hotels and they like uh, sponsored all the trip and everything. And I we just had an amazing weekend because I love the I have been like four times in the twice this year only because I was in the esport competition there for race room. Uh, and I just got invited for this weekend. It was absolutely amazing, amazing weekend because. Like, as I said, I was just looking forward to meet the people because they were so nice and so amazing. And I, I don't know if it's like among all the other games, but I feel like the sim racing people, because there is such a small community in the sim racing, they're so nice, you know, and everybody's so ex- and like enthusiastic. And I really like it. So we just went there. We had a, we had a really, Robert was there as well yes. from the race room. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of nice chats and uh, we did a beautiful race. Uh, we finished on third place with my teammate, which was really amazing, and yeah, it was it was great. I really look forward to going next year as well because I, I, I don't know, just Nurburgring, Sanja, my thing. We're just going there a lot, yeah. obviously. It's like every major, even right now, is at the Nurburgring, obviously.
0: Yeah, every major, <laughs> every major brand has a research center there. Okay, so so you, it wasn't your first trip to the to a, for a race room event at Nurburgring. Nür- You'd actually been there before.
1: Yeah, I, ah, okay. I was like, I was at the first sim racing expo in 2014. Yes. in yes. I was there for the first time. I was helping the motorsport simulator from Czech Republic. And then this year in uh, before the summer, uh, I took my girlfriend there for a race from eSport competition. It was eSport WTCR event. And it was brilliant because it was like one of the biggest events I ever been to. You had to like go to the place. We had to qualify for the for the divisions and for the races. I was so there was like so many professional eSport drivers, so many uh, professional eSport teams it was such a crazy, crazy thing. It was the all the fastest people I know from online and from the race room was there trying to compete, you know, and the event itself was amazing. It was so many people it was in a small arena in the Norfolk uh, And yeah, everything worked out for me. I think it was like, I remember there were divisions. there were four divisions, and I was qualifying to you had to come there. you had to pay like uh, five euro or ten euro to to try ten minute practice to qualify for a for a main event. I remember Robert, it,
0: Robert sorry Robert described the process yeah. in, when he was on the show exactly yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. so 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 we did there. I, I told my girlfriend it's gonna be like nice trip and maybe maybe we will be lucky and I will be able to at least make some money so we will pay for our gas or something, you know. But I was really open about it. I was really like, like it was during 24-hour Norwich Life race, in real life. So it was kind of hectic. It was millions of people everywhere. It was absolutely crazy. Traffic jams and everything. So like, <laughs> and and the event itself was amazing. I was like, I don't know. I I was like lucky and I'm, I was yeah. I, was, I think I was lucky. I was like I haven't prepared that much for it, but in the end I was so happy because. Uh, I think I qualified like twenty-second to division one and it was twenty-two people or twenty-three people coming forward. So, you know, I was like last guy to qualify into the fastest division, which was getting the most prize money. And they were the all the fast people. And somehow I managed I don't remember exactly the position, I was like seventh or sixth, seventh or eight, something like that, in the end. I made a lot of money or not a lot of money but we got all our money back from the weekend it was so amazing my girlfriend was so happy because it was enjoyable it lost. Uh, it was crazy because we have been like 72 hours before the sleep oh, wow. <laughs> it, was, it yeah. was a crazy weekend but i i really like to remember it because it was like we i uh there was like two events that weekend one event was on friday it was for our endurance race on the knowledge life every g3 cars and I, you had to have the your teammates, and I met my two uh, Fredriksson brothers teammates from Sweden from very first time. Robert was the guy who like got us together, and we actually won the event, which was absolutely crazy. I was so happy about it. And then the next day we did an eSport event, and I finished on like seventh place, and I made some money. I was so happy. It was so amazing because I really wanted to do something like that. You know, it was like my first time doing a proper event. I was in the finals, you know, from Mercedes and things like that the previous yes, year. Yes. But it's something different to go somewhere
0: without knowing what will happen, you know.
1: And everything worked.
0: Especially to go there and, and experience it live. And you mentioned actually the the TCR. So WT the TCR and WTCC WTC, uh sorry has merged it's WTCR now which has become part of Raceroom and Raceroom is uh-huh. kind of evolving adding in the new series and new cars as best as they can it's kind of interesting. Yeah
1: you know? I can I kinda kinda can imagine I just I, I said like when I first met Robert I said like Race Room deserves more people you know I was like the game is amazing the multiplayer is amazing the cars the sounds are amazing you deserve more people you know playing the game you deserve it I was like i really wish to race from somehow to blow up a little bit so they can make more money so they can get more cars and more things you know because i i was talking with the guys and I was like, why don't you have a Lamborghini? They told me how much it costs to get a Lamborghini brand. I was like, oh, wow, okay, no way. <laughs> <laughs> they don't <laughs> you know. have
0: Lamborghini. They don't have Ferrari. There was many, many things. They, they, yeah, they yeah, don't because have,
1: yeah. people don't realize how much money does it cost, you know, in to get the brand. It's not like Lamborghini come to you and they say, scan this car, you have it in your game. It's like you came to Lamborghini and they say, yeah, give us uh, uh, that money, and you are like, wow, okay. Never mind, <laughs> you know, so I kind of like, like I like what RaceRoom does. I like how they are like, uh, yesterday I was uh, releasing videos from the GT4 cars because yes. next week they should be released and I really love the cars. And I'm like, you know, some people are disappointed because there are only few cars at the start at the, you know, of the GT3, GT4. And I'm like, yeah, I just wish Raceroom to have that amount of money so they can get all the cars right now, you know? <laughs> that would be amazing. And I just wish them to, to be successful, you know? I just wish them to be successful because I really like them, you know? I met people from iRacing, I met people from uh, Project Cars, and they are all lovely for, around the sim racing, but I have, like, a special bond with the Raceroom right now.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I guess it's it's also, it has a European focus as well, I guess, And and the guys are yeah. like the guys like like george is passionate and and uh exactly. francois chardon is passionate and alex and indeed the guys were yeah. on with paul from race department yesterday and that was a that was a fascinating listen so uh, so how did you you talked about the the, the new gt4 cars uh, you you tested those the porsche came in um cs mm-hmm. the lotus, lotus and the kt ktm expo did you have a favorite amongst the new cars or what did you think
1: Mm, I, I like the I really like the KTM because I like I like the like like slow cars on the straights but super strong in the corners and no brakes. Yeah. And that's what KTM is all about because like it's very light and low power car, so it's crazy good in the corners, it behaves really nice and interesting. But the Porsche is so great, like, it's so he- hard to drive, but the sound and everything around it is, is just epic. <laughs> so it's going to be hard tough. It's going to be hard tough. On the 27th of the November, we are doing, a, like, a streamer race with Jimmy Broadband, Gamer yes. Muscle, George, Order, yeah. Abgefar and all these crazy, crazy YouTube people. So I just, I, I just don't know which car to pick, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, I, of I've,
0: course. You have to pick one yeah. before you start. Actually, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, which 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 one will you actually actually go with? And I think um, uh, William Marsh from Sim Racing Paddock mentioned they're adding another car. They're adding a version of the um, the House to GTR two. You know the um, the Jim. it's the previous car. It's the previous
1: car. It's a P four slash five Competizione. Yeah, and they have it in the GTR two category. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's like a preview. No pre-car for Glickenhaus, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. And I and and back to something you 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 mentioned earlier about how the the um the the community is so strong and particularly for example in Race Room, and it's something that I was thinking about yesterday and and even like you have titles like Race Room and R Factor Two and they're only on PC and the guys are I mean they're trying trying their best and you know they're trying to. Obviously, offer value and not offer a service. And the, the, these games mm-hmm. have been doing games as a service a long time before these other other like regular games st- started doing it. But it occurred to me yesterday that that like Fallout 76, really released from Bethesda, and it's like it, the whole mm-hmm. thing is a complete buggy mess. And you have yeah you have the Star Wars Battlefront, and you have Call of Duty, and all these companies they're trying to shoehorn microtransactions into everything and and, and mm-hmm. like if you if you wanted to look at if you if you looked at the latest games like those of us who there are some of us who who do same racing and other games like i love all, i love all the nintendo stuff and i try to follow as broad a, a range of games as possible but if i was to think about am i interested in the current current range of shooters i'm not interested at all i'd rather go back but i'd rather go play an old shooter from 10 years ago but what occurred <laughs> to me yesterday was that the current crop of um of now there are there is of course dlc and and the 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 the, 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 the current titles they are selling cars on a you know on, on, a, on a kind of like a drip feed basis if you will but there's none. It occurred to me, like, and and like I said, it's only a, it's only a niche part of the gaming as a market. But but there's none of the microtransaction stuff. There's none of the nonsense, you know. And it's so mm-hmm. refresh. It's it's kind of so refreshing in a way, isn't it? So.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I think it's just a way of how it is right now, you know. Because, like, I think it's so hard for some companies to make money, so they like try to find every possible way to make more, you know. Yeah. Which is like to me it's logical you know if you look at fortnite or something i think it's a logical thing in nowadays but yeah in a in a, in a racing game it's kind of like a different thing I've, i would say it's because like you know i don't know you have 10 million people playing fortnite but you have i don't know a few hundred thousand maybe play team racing you know yeah, so exactly. the community is like way way slower and, and way, way 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 smaller and I kind of, I think I said it in one of my uh, sim racing community videos as well, like there is a, like the the sim racing is so specific, you know, it's like, it's like, for example, like I would say sim racing is very similar to some uh, fighter combat games, you know, because uh, you can't play those games on a normal keyboard and mouse. And that's why so little people play it, you know, because like. For example, there are people who, who download Project Cars or download race Room or download iRacing. They try on a keyboard and they can't do a single lap. They say the game is crap and they never go back to it, you know. But so little people just, you know, buy the wheel, try the wheel and they find out it's great. They invest more money, you know, get a better wheel and just, you know, start racing properly. That's why the community is so small, because because or, or so beautiful as well, because <clears throat> the the people just are all enthusiastic into it, you
0: know. And everybody's trying and, and every like if you look I mentioned it when I talked to Matt and Samantha Malone. If you look on the Same racing, the same racing uh, subreddit. It's all uh, here's a picture of my rig, and you have people with (laughs) full-on motion rigs, and then you have a guy with a sofa pushed up in front of the TV, and 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 uh, here's my rig. What do you think? And it's kind of like, well, everybody's accepted because everybody's trying, and everybody's everybody's taking the equipment that they have, and they want to get involved. And it's it's funny how a lot of the younger people nowadays coming up, they're not really interested in cars either maybe maybe their their income doesn't meet doesn't match inflation so like i've I've seen reports that in the state in the u.s for example people are not buying mm-hmm. new cars they're more buying second-hand cars but yet the, the same nation seems to be growing and for many people who yeah. who who will maybe never never have a chance and it's something i've been thinking about like people who never have a chance to maybe to to drive a ferrari or or a a Lamborghini or a Bentley, whatever the kind of the same racing, no matter be it with a wheel and a full motion rig or just um, forza with, with a controller, that's the only chance I'll ever get to possibly experience something like that, you know?
1: Yeah, it's a shame because I would like, I think it should be like easier to get for younger people because maybe it could even save lives in the future, you know, because I, I can definitely say my sim racing improved my normal daily driving, you know, me too. It's yeah. also when I'm racing in you know, a sim racing. And if you were racing in real life, you don't have to on the real racing road going crazy, you know, yeah, so exactly. some people just, you know, they don't know. So they you know, jump into the car for the first every time, just go fast and they die, you know, because uh, they just don't have any experience about it. They don't even know what the car can do. But yeah, it's exactly, that's exactly what you said. Yeah. I'm actually like really happy that the sim racing is growing up right now because I like, I've been waiting like over 10 years for sim racing to be like bigger or something because i really think it deserves it and i'm like re- really surprised how little uh, support sim racing has from people who love the cars you know you can see it on twitter when some formula one tw- uh, formula One twitter when they tweet something about formula one esport people are really hateful you know, because they just wanna watch Formula One but they don't like the games, you know, itself because they don't respect it. But I think like recently, like from uh, Las Vegas E race, I think it was the first first like uh kick for the sim racing going up a little bit. Exactly. Because then, then we had a uh, Formula then we had a uh, World Fastest Gamer, then we have Formula One Esport. And I think I have seen a lot of like really young people who are getting into the sim racing i can actually say now like really young people because i feel older <laughs> and like you have like Me 15 too. year old yeah. 15 year old kids who has a wheel and they're driving really really good and i'm really happy for it you know because uh, i think it's what the sim racing deserves because it's it can what it brings bring some mm. brighter future yeah. exactly yeah, yeah
0: It's what it needs and then indeed funny, funny you should mention the visa vegas e-race from january of 2017 funny you should mention it because i was going to come right ra- i was going to come back to it right at that very moment and i think you're right it was the kind of the the kickstart if you will but it w- it was a bit of a mess overall and they had the of course the whole, of course. The whole... it was a bad
1: light as well but it's yeah. also a good light
0: you know now something happened to you recently um and i've i found this very interesting and, and it's also kind of synonymous with with uh, with the community you talked about how you 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 you'd been out of work and you kind of you made a video which was kind of a a a plea for help so to speak and uh and and guys like jimmy saying, said please go and help this guy out because he's a really good race really good driver which you are and i i thought that was really wonderful everybody jumped in and was willing to help you out that's great you know
1: yeah i feel very grateful for it because i think like this is how it should be in life, I would say, you know, yeah. because I like, if I if I would have power, I would like to help everybody as well. You know, and it's like, I can't like, I was like, I never have a hope if I can do it like for a living or something. But if I will ever will be able to probably do this for a living or something, I will want to help other people as well. You know, Want and uh, I think that's as they say, like, with great power comes great responsibility. Yes. I think that's what everybody... spider line, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah. everybody who does these kind of things, like, everybody who is, like, a, at least a little influencer and has some community, I think there's some responsibility you have for doing that, you know? So yeah. I feel like I would definitely I definitely do the same thing and I will do the same things in the future as well because I think everybody deserves it and I think just, you know, it's something you should do, I think. Because I'm as well. I'm very grateful for like any help from a- any people, and I just don't want to be like I'm not the I'm not the guy who asks for money, you know. No. So no. I like uh, I think it's a very wrong thing to do or something. But you
0: know, people who understand how the things work can understand, you know. So I kind of like it. Uh, like- I-, I think you took the right approach, and you I mean you have been busy creating a lot of content, and you you have made a name for yourself like the brand you spoke about, and I think that. The approach was good and I think I think um, people accepted it and and indeed um, I'm kind of to be honest I'm kind of in the same position myself I haven't been working for a while and I'm trying to um, trying to do this and tr- and and uh, somebody asked me one day um, um, oh the, the 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 thing putting your your, your podcast on iTunes uh, the stack co- oh it costs money does it I was thinking to myself well of course it mm-hmm. does it's apple of course it costs <laughs> money but but uh, I want I wanted to try and keep this going because of because of the interest I have and do it for the sake of the community because I've had such like so many so many good comments and that's why I wanted to do it and and uh, it was yeah. interest it was interesting what you did because because uh, I was thinking of the same myself but then again like I, I'm my channel is so small and i I don't I don't create that many videos but I want to start creating some more and maybe get some get some growth you know and and then mm-hmm. and then and I have had good help from people like I remember when Jamie Broadbent I mentioned this in the previous episode Jamie had just turned like 100,000 subscribers and I said I said Jamie will you come on the show with Stephen Bailey and Jamie was like no problem and he was there just like <laughs> that and and that was great you know that's yeah, that's amazing I think, it's it's amazing. I, think
1: yeah. I think that's what's wonderful about that the community is small yeah, such small that like I think I don't know anybody else like uh, who is doing racing or racing games who is bigger than Jimmy. No, I know there's a uh, like a lot of like slap train who is doing drifting, so I don't think I should count him as a, uh, I, as a sim no, racer. No but he has over a million yeah, subscribers, yeah. you know. But uh, yeah. I don't I don't count him as a guy, so as a sim racing <laughs> guy. So I think that Jimmy is only one I know who is like a like a in a bigger way than everybody else. I think it's such a lovely when people like help each other and I think that's how it's supposed to be, you know, why why to be cocky, why to be bad, you know, like it helps him, it helps you, you know, why why not to do it? So I think it's great, I think it's a great way.
0: I think the slap train, the slap train guy, I think he's Canadian actually, I believe. He does his own thing and he has a very, he's a very particular uh, uh, um, kind of stylist, like there's him, and then there's this AR twelve, and there's another guy called Black Panther, and they they're doing their kind of thing, and they have they have their kind of their kind of old style. Now, um, I wanted to talk about then you you did um, you did a, a a rig tour, and uh, I noticed actually you had the same wheel rim as me. <laughs> I have a, <laughs> I have a T three hundred. I'm on my third base. I've had some issues, but you have the, uh-huh. um, you have the TSPC racer, so which, which I believe yeah. George does the same. So ha- have you found that to work good? You, you, haven't had any issues with it, or?
1: Well, uh, it's working for me so far, so yeah. I'm kind of happy with it because I had a, uh, you know, I started. Uh, if I go back, I started with Driving Force Pro, then I bought a G twenty five. Uh, and then I remember when I started like working properly, I wanted to upgrade. So I got myself a rig in 2011 or something. It was the best investment I ever did because if you like in sim racing and you, I think the seat comfortable is so important. And I was sim racing for like seven or eight years on a chair that didn't hold on and table that didn't hold on and (laughs) I finally bought myself a rig. It was like the best thing ever it was like the, it's, i love my rig you know yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah then i bought the t500 rs wheel mm-hmm. with the t3pa pro pedals and then 2 years ago i got approached by trustmaster they really liked my my racing and they they, they want to kind of like uh cooperate with me in one check uh, sim racing series oh, and that's, they got that's me nice. this tspc yeah, yeah, yeah. and they got me this tspc racer and I was kind of, I was kind of improved. I don't think it was like improvement in better wheel or something. Yeah. I'm not like, uh, I'm not like, I don't think like the better wheel can make it better, you better. Not know, because I know, not a, I know a lot of people who are doing eSport and they have like G25, you know? Yes. I don't think maybe older wheel is better than the new wheel because new wheel have too much feedback and you have too strong uh, pedals and things like that. You know, if you have a motion rig, itself, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, George <laughs> has some kind of a-
0: Sorry, George yeah, has some yeah. kind of motion. And and indeed, if you're Rudy Van Buren, he qualified for the... He got into the finals of the World Fastest Gamer on a G27, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs>
1: and Jake, Jake Keatley, who's one of the fastest guys in racing, I know, he has a G27 as well. Yeah, exactly. So I think, like, the is the way. Uh, one of my friends, he his company, he's doing... He's building sim racing rigs, and in the sim racing rig, he sells to... To, to to racing drivers and racing teams and yeah. like uh, racing companies. And it costs like, I don't know, it's like $30,000, wow. something like that. It's yeah. like a super expensive motion rig. And uh, When I tested that, it felt like a real car almost, but I I, I know I wouldn't be ever able to do my best lap time, you know, <laughs> because that was too much, but I really respect people who have a rig like that because that's enthusiastic as, uh, as well. Like, uh, I, I imagine, like, if I would be making money like that, I would really want the rig like that, you know, because was just so amazing. But for now, I think any wheel can happen. I think especially T300 is my, like, one of my favorite wheels because, uh, uh i was uh i I was using it for like a half a year and it was perfect you know because the price and the quality is kind of very good
0: i have the i have the t300 and i have the um the the alcantara rim the ferrari the ferrari replica and a a a th8a shifter same i noticed you had yours well when you did your your rig, rig tour you had the sequential cover on the thing on the, uh, yeah. on, on the don't shifter. use it though. <laughs> no, no, exactly. <laughs> though. Most people don't. I have it in the drawer. I never touch yeah. it. But it's like real...
1: because of the all modern cars are with uh, you know, pedal shifters, they, you don't use it. They
0: <laughs> are. They are exactly. And indeed, the the, the 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 fanatec shifter is nice because you can switch between sequential and H pattern with just the yeah. button. Someone otherwise... was making
1: fun of me like when I did the sim racing tour. He was like, "Yeah, you have a free pedal, but did you ever use the the, the, the clutch?" You know. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "Of course I use the
0: clutch." You know. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> I was I I think uh, the reason I mentioned the TSPC racer because I'm interested because it seems to be like a, a stronger mechanism and has has a better powered motor because like I said no, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm on my third uh, for whatever reason maybe I I, I got two bases that were manufactured on a monday or something like that but uh, but I, I i'm on my third one and that's why again why mm-hmm. i don't i did a video about the whole process of what happened and i went through the rma process and it went back to france and so on and i want and it's again it's all about and and i get the same thing from you it's all about like sharing the community and if i can if i if i think something's interesting if i can if it, if I can help somebody out, I will, and I think that's also one of the reasons why I I wanted to do this show. Now, um, yeah. you 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 have your. Um Uh, Event on Tuesday and I'm going to try and get this show out before then so I'll have something about that in in the in the thumbnail and then in the description as well so that's so that's on Tuesday now but is there anything else then before we wrap up is there anything else coming up on your channel that you want to promote other than the event the the new race room GT4 event on Tuesday evening is there anything else that you want to promote that you have coming up like uh, um, online races or new content or whatever.
1: I can watch people if I, I don't know if you have seen it, but I'm starting, like, I'm doing a little sim racing school. Yes, I saw where that. I'm, like, trying, like, exactly what you said. Like, I'm trying to give something back at least, you know, just to people. And a lot of people are asking, like, do setup videos, do that, do that, do that. And I'm like, yeah, I can just, you know can do it a little bit differently than other people. So I will not give you my setups because the setups will not make you faster. I'm going to try to give you some advice how to use the other stuff, you know, how to use your brain, how to use your strategies, how to use your muscles, everything for that. And that's how I started my my little racing school, and you know i was talking about braking, throttle technique i was uh thing i was talking about how to prepare yourself before the race how to calm your mind and stuff like that because i think it's the most important it's most working for me for all my life you know because you can be fastest even with the slowest setup in the end and because the consistency is the key so i think it's something i i really like to do it's very hard to do because i'm like I I, i chosen crazy hard thing to do because i don't speak english you know properly and i found i'm trying about like the philosophical thing about sim racing and stuff so it's quite hard to to do these kind of videos but i really is, uh, i have a, like really nice yeah. feedback in front of people yeah. and i can't wait to do another one with uh talking about overtaking and defending which will be coming probably in like two weeks probably before the christmas if possible and that's very interesting yeah
0: I'll yeah, and I really myself.
1: wanted to do it. I hope George will help me. <laughs>
0: yeah, actually, funny <laughs> I, you mentioned George because I've seen George and I've seen him like, he'll, he'll event maybe, um, um, what's his name? Philip, Philip the Swiss driver. Um, I can't remember his name now. You know, Philip, Um, he's an Audi. He's a, he's the... Um, oh, Philip Ellis. Philip Ellis. Ellis, thank you. Yeah, he's been on a race with Philip Ellis and I see George go, oh, it's just not happening today. And uh, I've seen him with Jimmy as well. He's, oh, it's just... Just I'm having an off day, you know, and and it's like it's <laughs> coming back to what you said, like like preparing your mind and and and, and getting ready. And in relation to that now, what what from yours from your point of view now, and this this will be in your videos and in the sim racing school series that you're doing. But what's the most important element for you? Because it's something I've been thinking about. Is it the ti- depending or depends of course on the titles? Because some mm-hmm. some some uh, titles have um tire compound changes and some zones we won't mention any names but from you is, oh. it, is it is it is it um is it practice and qualifying or is it is it pit when it uh, is it the, is it the practice and qualifying that's the most important is it the pit strategy in terms of fuel and tires or is it is it like kind of like uh starting off slow and then being consistent and then kind of from your how do i put this from your, what what's your natural feel in terms of strategy in terms of how you approach a race either w- whether you're going to the Nürburgring cafe or or, or online at home what kind of a... Oh uh, or is that a tough so question hard to say. It's
1: yeah. so tough question because uh I think I'm very bad person for this because like I'm having like uh when I started sim racing when I started like proper sim racing I remember like 2006, I did like one race when I practiced like thousand laps for the race. Yeah. And I got crashed in the first corner. Oh. and I was so like, I, I told myself, I will never do this again. I will never practice that much again. And I'm like, I'm I'm the guy who's having like a lot of lack of practice for the races. So I'm losing some of the races because of the strategies and things like that. So what i what I actually like to do, except the strategies, I really like to, as you said start carefully and just then just uh, settle down and just grow up my pace during the race because you know I don't like to overshot things, I don't want to be dangerous for other people, so I'd rather lose two positions at the start to gain them back in the race and just you know improve during the race. That's yeah. what I probably do, and about the strategy I just see about in during the race, I'm kind of like unprepared person for this. <laughs> I like to improvise. I like to improvise. Like in my life, all my life, even when in my job, in my previous job, I always like to improvise. Uh, it's like the way I do stuff, and it's actually what I do in sim racing as well. I just, I just come unpre- unprepared, and I just drive like I can. <laughs> but it's the wrong way. Don't do it, guys. Don't do it like that. It's absolutely, it's absolutely horrible way. I, I think I, the, the way I can do it right now, and I can still survive, is because I have like what is. 2018 years, so I have like 14 years of experience in sim racing, yes. so I can somehow survive. But it's the bad way, you know, it's the bad way. I feel like don't over practice, do a normal practice, which will be suitable for you and prepare your strategies and just, you know, race like you do, but do it carefully, you know. I just try to be like, just uh,
0: have nice avoidance about other people and just, you know, drive. Did you, courtesy on the track. So you have your... You have your kind of uh, your same racing school videos, and then you have your big event on Tuesday. And anything else you'd like to promo coming up, or is it just is it just um, uh, continuous racing in general? Or?
1: Yeah, I'm going to continue racing in general. I'm going to probably do Jardier Winter Cup on the race room in a uh in december it's some races i'm gonna do but i just don't want to promote it that much because i don't know how many people we can hold (laughs) (laughs) because i'm kind of afraid of uh, joining more people but i can really uh, invite you for nice christmas racing during the december because all esport races all like championships ends now so we will have a lot of community races during the christmas so if you like if you like project guys if you like race room if you have some nice racing together uh, we will have a lot of fun during the December.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll make sure then that we I have links in the video description on on what people should do and uh, to to join. I think a, a final point, and it's funny you mentioned it earlier, and it's something I was thinking about, and I, something I wanted to kind of comment on the show. You mentioned like racing, like same racing, same racing, and then you might leave it for six months or two years. And indeed, it's something uh-huh. I've kind of come on myself. It's like. There are people out there, and maybe they're they're watching people who are, and and it comes back to you said, well, you have a certain thing, a certain thing you do in are racing, and you're saying like, oh no no, don't do it that way. I I I want yeah. to take the same angle on another topic because there might be people out there who're racing and maybe they're thinking, okay, well, maybe I should, I should start YouTube. Maybe I should start doing videos, and and I'm saying mm-hmm. to I'm saying if anybody's listening out there who's thinking. To start videos, I'll say don't. Because what happens is, and what's happened to me is, when I start, I get I get a new track, a new car combination. I've, I start thinking, well, oh, can I make a video out of this or this? You know, and and then I got to the point where I don't enjoy it anymore. It's like yeah. you know, you start to well, can, is there an angle on this? And, and 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 actually, yesterday, yesterday for the first time in a long, long time. I, I wanted to do a a, a piece about Formula E because because I just find it kind of interesting because it's mm-hmm. it's it's electric cars and hybrid and 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 it's as you said um uh sim racing has made you Future. a better <laughs> uh, um, uh, exactly same racing has made you a better driver in the real world and and that's for me and um it's like I I took the Formula E cars and it was at the Hong Kong track in Raw Factor 2. And then I just drove at Sebring, which is completely unrealistic. But I had the most fun I've had in a long time. <laughs> and I was in a qualifying session in in, um, in Sebring. And you know in the Sebring, there's that long straight before you, you turn right before the start-finish straight. And mm-hmm. the, the AI were kind of understeering. They were kind of drifting around the corner. And I w- I would... I would just go lap after lap, and the AI, the and just this in this first generation um, Formula E car, the AI would come around that right turn, and it would start to slide, and and you know sometimes you get the AI piling up, but it was the most fun I've had in a long time, and sometimes and it's nice, and it's a question I all I always ask, and I think I I, I, sh- I guess I shall ask you if you were to um, a question I always ask of people on the show if you were just to sit if you were to boot up the PC. And to um, uh, race, p- pick a car and track combination to race that you're not making a video of it and you're not going mm-hmm. to live stream. What would that be? What would be your sit back and relax and and just have a have a spin? What would that be?
1: I would probably take a GT3 car on Nordschleife and probably any game right now, yeah. but most likely the race room because I just can't do it all the time. Yeah but as you said i think the most important thing is like to enjoy yourself like people ask me sometimes like they they see my video or stream and they're like you are so positive and and blah 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 you know and that's because i can be all day i can be depressed or something but i'm so looking forward for the race in the evening and so much looking forward for the ray for the people in the chat and such such things that i'm so like i completely changed my mind and i'm like super looking forward and i think that's so important you you just have to do what you like you know it's same with the job it's same with your life you just have to do what you like what you like and and that's the most important like you know you you see youtuber or somebody doing the gaming video and you you say i'm gonna do it because it's possible job you will never succeed if you think about it like that you know you have to do it that you enjoy it and i have never thought about uh doing the youtube full time i never thought about doing streaming full time I just uh, was, okay, it's gonna be nice if I would make some money, that would be amazing, yeah. but I just wanna do, have fun, you know? And I always, like yesterday, I was so, so sad yesterday, because yesterday we, should have, we, we had to do like a global community race amongst the communities. I was there, actually yeah I, I was yeah.
0: actually, yeah, I was online, so actually. I yeah. was so looking
1: forward, I was so looking forward, and the race room uh, had some issues and the servers didn't work yeah. i was like i was chatting with my teammates i was like oh my god i was so looking forward you know yeah. because it, it, i just I, you know if you love something it's so part of your life you know <laughs> and that's por- that's the most important thing like that that's thing you have to do you know it's like if if you wanna just do it for money or something you will not succeed it's i think not going you know because work you it's will do point clickbait point. titles and people will hate you you will end after a few months you know you have to do something you really really yeah. like
0: and then you end up getting nasty comments and things and i think maybe yeah. maybe maybe one way of putting it in terms of doing the content it's not you don't you don't work at it you kind of live at it if you will it's kind of like something that you're doing yeah. and and to be like the, the the positivity i think comes natural from you but it's kind of part of your personality but to do that all the time it's it's hard like you said some days so yeah. dur- during the day when it's quiet you can be kind of down and you look forward to the race and and that's where you are kind of and that's where you, you 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 you're 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 naturally you're naturally comfortable in that scenario and i even yeah. I, i've seen jimmy like jimmy jimmy has traveled to maybe to japan or monaco and he comes back and he says oh chat oh chat oh i missed you you know and 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 jimmy jimmy <laughs> jimmy's delighted he has his travels for his, his sony gt sport um commentary but he loves to come back then to his shed and just to stream and and have the yeah. chat and you know and, and that's what it's all about you know i
1: think it's probably the same i think maybe like uh a... I think i i'm very similar to him in this way because he loves the racing i love the racing as well yeah. and we have the similar thing I, I i'm gonna be honest i don't watch jimmy too much i've seen like one or two of his videos as i said before i don't watch anybody who's doing sim racing <laughs> <Which is interesting. laughs> like remember, yeah, yeah yeah. i remember once i remember once uh, somebody said that i'm copying nikki team or something i'm like what I, I had to go to watch Nicky Team video to see if I'm doing something similar. You know, I was like, "Wow, that's what a coincidence!" You know, we are doing actually the same thing. <laughs> you know, but I, I really, I really—not at
0: all. You're not copying. I, not, if not
1: I'm copying. copying someone, I'm copying Doctor Disrespect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, so yeah. Like, and like, he's like, a tall—he's
0: a tall guy. He's massive. He's really tall. He's <laughs> about—he's about six foot four. Yeah, yeah. He's really tall. Yeah. No, he's 7'4 or something. He's,
1: like he's, he's, seven uh, two. Or yeah, something. there was that yeah, thing. Yeah. He was
0: on the um, he was on the Hate Street podcast, and the, the, the he's left- like two
1: hundred five centimeters or something like that. He's so crazy high. He,
0: he, he's crazy tall, and it was on the he was on the um, he was on this Hate Street podcast, and and they, they left the camera running by mistake, and then he managed to take off his costume, and the internet went on fire because then you realize so. When he took off the hat and the wig and the glasses, everybody was able to see what he looked like, you know. But anyway, yeah. But that it
1: was, was on purpose because people seen him yeah, before already.
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 nice. Yeah, I think that that's the he is the guy I started streaming and started doing videos. Yes. It's like people say, people think maybe it's the sim racing or some some people around sim racing, but he's actually the guy who made me do it because I really loved his content. I don't watch him right now too much, but uh, bef- the last year I was watching a lot and I really like, I liked the show around it and I was like really, I was like, wow, this is it. This is what I really want to do because this is me as well. I'm like that, you know, <laughs> that's like the difference between me and George, because when you watch George, George is like super calm, really nice person. Yeah, I'm like yeah. the guy who starts screaming during the race like a little girl, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. I yeah.
1: like. I'm very emotional. You know, I'm a very yeah. emotional person. You know. And
0: so, so am I in 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 um in certain respects. But I think it's the diff- it's it's the differences in everybody that that makes the community what it is. I think that's the you know that that's the, yeah. That's, you that's have to
1: be unique in some way. You know, yeah. that's the way. <laughs> I think it's like that's the only way. How can you how can you be if you, if you are ninja, you are the pro gamer who is the best in the world. Yeah. And yeah. people people watch you because of that. They don't watch yeah. you because you are nice or something. Yeah. When you are Jimmy, people watch you because you are a crazy English guy, you know, who yeah. is talking like like yeah. crazy and he's funny. And, and that's why people watch him, you know. Exactly. And, and people watch me because people watch me because I, I i scream like crazy when i'm going to win a race but i'm working for so hard for you know so it's like that, that's about it
0: i think with jimmy it's 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 his humility he's humble he's he's thankful for everything and i think i think uh yeah. you are the same so jar it's been lovely to have you on the show it's been really uh great talking to you and and i'm delighted to have have to have had the opportunity to uh to find out more about you, and long may it continue. I'm subscribed to your channel, and I would, <laughs> I, I would, I would beg people to subscribe to your channel. You do, you do great content, especially online races, because because I'm not a great um, online racer. I'm not. I said it before when when I was talking to Matt. I'm not really the competitive type, not naturally, but I should really try <laughs> and join more online races. But it's all it's all about time, and and I love the fact that you've kind of. You've embraced the, the online and particularly uh, Race Room because Race Room um, is great and it definitely needs a, a bigger audience than it has. Jadir, again, <laughs> thank you for joining the show. Thank you so much for having me as well.
1: Thank you so much. It was great. And by the way, never say you can't do it or something because it's, uh, it's not like that. I knew a lot of people in real life who were always like slow and steady or something and didn't know what to do and they just race into the top because. It's something you can learn.
0: (laughs) Exactly, exactly.
1: So do practice, do practice, and it will get there. Don't worry.
0: (laughs) practice, Practice makes perfect. Exactly, exactly. This audio podcast is available on YouTube, iTunes, and Google Play. Or you can download and listen to an MP3 audio file from my website or add the RSS feed to your podcast player. If you're listening to the podcast on iTunes, I would appreciate a rating and a review. And on YouTube, subscribe to the channel and click the notification bell icon. If you enjoy an episode, a like is always welcome, as are any comments or questions you may have, which you can add in the comment section below each episode. Thank you. Cheers. Although, uh, if, if people don't like, they're going straight down into David Jones's locker, so they better click the like button. Is that the, is that the outro music? do 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 do